Hi, and welcome to Data Futurology. In this podcast, we discuss how data is creating our future. Specifically, we cover applications of analytics, machine learning, and artificial intelligence. We discuss career tips for data scientists on how to lead and create value from data. And also, what are the current and future challenges in data science? In this podcast, we interview current leaders in the data space, such as heads of and directors of data science and data engineering, chief data scientists and chief data officers to find out straight from them what were the lessons they've learned in their careers which have helped them get to where they are today. My name is Felipe Flores and I have over 15 years experience in the data space where I've worked on everything from data warehousing to reporting and business intelligence to machine learning and artificial intelligence. I hope you enjoy this episode. In this episode, we speak with Ernesto Bernardo. He is the Chief Product Officer and Chief Marketing Officer at iContainers. And Ernesto has an extremely interesting background where he's been in the digital industry and building digital products for over 20 years. He started on the marketing side, has a lot of experience on essentially web marketing, online marketing, and on building digital products or SaaS products. And he then went on to start from scratch a data science team at one of the companies he was working for. Yeah, over five years, built the data science team to over 30 people, and then uh, went on to, to tackle some other challenges like now doing the chief product and chief marketing officer role at iContainers. That's obviously a super interesting career. Um, he's also an investor, an angel investor, and um, tells us a little bit about that. He was uh, kind enough to do the interview in, in English. And uh, some of the things that we speak about is, uh, you know, whether the leaders of data science teams today and leaders in general in the future should come from a technical background or not. We discuss uh, how to create autonomous teams that uh, pay for themselves by focusing on value or ROI. And in Spain, they say ROI for ROI. We discuss how creating a data science team that delivers value for the business forces the team to go from a centralized team to a decentralized team. And we discuss why creating a data-driven culture in your organization means that you need good marketing and good people skills. We talk about how the reporting lines of a data science team can severely impact the ability and the influence that the team has. And we'll also talk about, well, we talk about much, much more, uh, but also how to stand out in data science interviews, how to work on actionable metrics, uh, importance of networking with, within your company. It's a really interesting conversation, and I hope that you enjoy it. Hi, this is Felipe Flores, and I'm sitting here with Ernesto Bernardo. How are you, my friend? Very well, thank you. Thank you, thank you so much for making the time to do this interview. I've been really looking forward to speaking with you. Thank you. Um, so at the at the beginning of the interviews, I always like to ask people how they got started in this field and how the early days uh, of, of your career in, in analytics were. And I know that in your case, it's very interesting because you did some different things before and different things after. Um, so could you tell us a little bit about your, your background? Uh, I started in the digital, digital world at uh, uh, 97, and I was uh, working on the fields of uh, sales, marketing, product, e-business. And uh, in the company when I was uh, wor- where, where I was working, 
uh, in the in 2010, there were some lack of uh, culture of uh, data, and uh, nobody was trying to understand why uh, why we uh, well, well what was the results of some things or or how to do a kind of uh, uh, hypothesis uh, data hypothesis about what we what to expect about the change or something like that so and in our case in in the department that I was managing uh, we did but there was a lack of uh, culture in the world company. So I um, I asked it to build something uh, on the company based on trying to, to to convert the company in a more data-driven company. And it was accepted. So uh, the company, well, my, my boss uh, told me, well, you can do it. So do it. <laughs> Great. Uh, my first idea was to just to start uh, trying to uh, built a web analytics uh, web analytics uh, department with some uh, with some person uh, more in the field of analysis but nothing more and uh, especially focused on testing because what I was uh, uh, doing before was testing 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 and what uh, the traffic we had was amazing we have uh, 160 million of uh, visits per month so we have uh, we had a lot of things to to test and and to to take uh, the opportunities uh, of that testing so when i was when i started uh, my boss told me okay uh, there are two people which uh, which are building which are in charge of uh, of uh, of business intelligence uh, that you should manage also. So I said, okay. When I saw, when I sat with that uh, two guys, they were uh, they were explaining me that they were working with a suite which with was called uh, Illuminate based on ClickView, well, a kind of strange suite yes. uh, <laughs> that uh, there were uh, ETL data warehouse everything, but I didn't know what was an ETL <laughs> or or what type of uh, data warehouses there are. Or we were working with a data warehouse which was MySQL yes. and it was like uh, and, well something that we had to change because it was uh, completely uh, well completely inefficient so I had my first work was to change the data warehouse without <laughs> knowing anything about the field you know? wow so um, so well I started to try to build the department I tried to organize conceptually uh, after some interviews and so on so I I built a department based on first uh, business intelligence with that two guys uh, web analytics uh, data analysis and testing and that was the four uh, areas uh, we, we start At f after five uh, years we were 30 32 people Amazing. with two areas more one area was uh, the, the, the well uh, kind of a development team in order to do tests because we were very intensive we were like uh, mercenaries uh, yeah mercenary yeah like a mercenaries working uh, complementing the product people complementing marketing people doing things for ourselves by ourselves we work with them also but we test things that they didn't want to test or didn't have time to test or whatever in yes. order to try to uh, to 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 be more profitable because my mindset was always we as a department has to be uh, roy positive yes. so the way to do it was through testing as with that type of uh, with that volume of uh, traffic we 
we were uh, very, very effective. So, and because we were always doing things. So it was uh, quite, uh, quite interesting, quite interesting uh, results what we get. That's fantastic. The other thing that we, the other, the, the other area that we yes. uh, started was, uh, was uh, data science. Mm -hmm. The data science area that for me was another surprise because I didn't know that there were something called data scientists. Uh, and it was like a, something like the Providence, you know, because I was looking for a manager for the area of uh, analytics, uh, of, sorry, of analysis. Mm -hmm. And uh, a guy come to me and say, well, I'm a data scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what's what's that? What's the difference? And uh, he told me, well, a data scientist is a person, a programmer who is programming, which is programming data analysis. Yes. So, so uh, instead of having one person doing an analysis, each time you have to do uh, to do a con to take a conclusion, uh, you program a software that allows you to take the decision on the fly. So uh, we were talking during the Dutch interview, and I saw a lot of opportunities there in order to apply it in recommendation systems in uh, well in yield management in terms of our our uh, advertisement tools because we had a lot of, uh, of uh, uh, internal tools programmed uh, so it was quite interesting in order to uh, to not contracting them uh, to not contracting him as a, as an analysis manager and as that analysis manager but to create a new area of uh, data scientists. So we started. And it was quite interesting because we started to apply to everything. And at the end, it was like uh, the super cool and fashion uh, area of the company. You know? Yes. So, and course. it was involved in everything because at the end, it's uh, half IT, half uh, data, uh, half product. It's everything. So it was quite uh, quite interesting. Oh, that's fantastic because the, the automation that you can get, the, uh, the benefits of the automation through through data science that yeah it definitely yeah. Uh, multiplies and yeah. catches quite quickly excellent. that's excellent and you said that at the beginning uh, you got into into working in data because of the, the testing the tests that you were yeah. doing what what type of tests were they what what did they what were you looking for well at, at the end it was it, it's very simple at the end what we did it's uh, we have a, as I said before we have a site with 160 million of uh, visits so uh, Everything we did have a, a real impact on on something. And I, when I'm saying when I say something, it's when you do a change uh, that uh, reflects on something positive. Always it gets something negative. Yeah. And you have to analyze what happened in the analytic uh, way. You know? mm -hmm. So uh, what we did was testing about uh, landing pages, like uh, flows on the journey of the user. Uh, we have uh, some special pages, very in, very intensive uh, in terms of traffic and the momentum of the of the user journey for example when the user started to download something he was waiting the, the user was waiting yes. for the download so we want we could uh, monitor we, we were able to monetize a lot of that uh, last page of the downloading page so we were super intensive on that page for example on yes. the results page we were always doing improvements on that uh, results page so there were 
were some uh, some some pages or some journeys that were super super important and each time we did something uh, it was uh, an improvement usually focused on revenue yes. but uh, but usually uh, impacted on everything you know? if you if you improve the revenues you have less registrations or things like that you know so you have to balance everything yes exactly that's so interesting and how how did you balance the the different departments that were uh, that were working under you so the for example the business intelligence and the web analytics uh, the testing and the data science uh, how did you split the work or mm -hmm. what were the, the main responsibilities of, of each of those? Well, at the end, business intelligence uh, work uh, over the platform, uh, over the data warehouse, over the dashboards that we were uh, and we were uh, building to, to help our products, our teams, our marketing teams and, and so on. The data analysts uh, help not only to do the analysis but also to uh, work on the functional analysis because they had to they get the the needs from the product and marketing teams and, and they understood perfectly because they were to they work together in order to get the analysis done mm -hmm. so they need and understand the needs and they help business intelligence to build the dashboards uh, explaining and defining what the dashboard should be because it was really we had really amazing dashboards so uh, we work with tableau and clickview nice. and, and we have everything uh, it, it was it was really interesting and in terms of uh, analysis we work with uh, SaaS and air so well we started with SaaS and later on we started to change to to R but at the end we work with both you know okay. yes. so, so between that analysis and BI was really a very good uh, uh, mix. Uh, web analytics and testing was also uh, a very strong team. The relation was super good because uh, uh, and also testing with analytics uh, with with the data analysis. Uh, web analytics was uh, mainly focused on implementation because we had a super complex implementation with Google Analytics and uh, there were a lot of problems uh, sometimes uh, we didn't understood something so this person who, that uh, came from google from the support the second level of support of google so it was really good yes uh, uh, well he was always working on on, uh, on on things related with implementation or questioning things about why this data is like this you know <laughs> and and they help he helped also a lot to understand properly the data Data to the data analysis team and the testing uh, the testing area which was uh, just one person it yeah. was uh, the same wow. of uh, web analytics it was uh, first one person he worked a lot with the data analysis and the um, and the web analytics uh, because the analysis was done by uh, mainly by the by the by the data by the data analysts when when we started to be more and more uh, productive in terms of testing because as I said, we had an area which was a development team and this testing person was always creating 
the specifications to the testing because the hypothesis was work uh, was uh, was a uh, work based on a group of people, me including myself, uh, working on type of hypothesis, taking consideration uh, the goals of the company and things like that. So it was a very, I think, well structured team uh, and working together as an ecosystem, you know, and because everybody was uh, was needed there to help the others. Uh, and and the IT team, the development team that was on our uh, on our team, at the end uh, they also were very focused on uh, things related with data scientist uh, things because we started to work with Hadoop and so on. So it was again. Uh, starting to work on things that I didn't understand properly. Yes. It was very cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's so interesting that you were able to get through all all these um, into all the different technologies. So yeah. I did want to ask you, you mentioned that, uh, for example, when you when you started the team, data warehousing was completely new to you. Yeah, um, an ETL more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and an ETL, I think it's a strange concept uh, at first. But this is very easy to, uh, to understand if someone not technical explain it to you, you know? <laughs> yes, yes, that's that's what I wanted to, to ask you. Uh, how how did you understand these these concepts? Well, at the end, the ETL is so easy to understand that the, the name it's telling you everything. You know, it's yes. just extract, transformer, and load. You know, so yes. it's easy to to also to explain to someone. You have to when when you have to to explain what's business intelligence. You know. Uh, what's the data analysis, what, uh, you know, the ETL, well, everything starts by the ETL. So you have different sources of information and so on, and you extract the information, you transform it as the way you want to transform it, and load it in a place that will be the source of the information for everything, you know? So at the end, it's it's more or less, I don't know if it's the, better, the best way to, yeah. to do it, but for me, it's a quite simple explanation that helps the people to understand the the platform itself because at the end you load it in a data warehouse that it's maybe I'm already old-fashioned because maybe the data warehouse is not the coolest concept of the world. That's how I feel. Yeah, like I love data warehouses and I, it's like I think that a lot of people see it as you know not the coolest thing. But yeah, sorry. So, but I'm out of the business right now, out yes. of the field. So after two years out, I feel that everything has change and that was the reason of leaving the field mm -hmm. actually yes. because when when i started in 2010 everything was quite new for everybody yes. for everybody uh, the data thing it was there but it was not very very intensive there were not the fever that it's now related with the data and uh, on 2015 i started to feel that it was everything was too technical too complex too difficult to me because i am not technical and I did I thought okay but the the other fields where I'm more native the product and marketing the business whatever it's more easy to me and I can bring a very important easy uh, 
skill, which is the this analytical part. So for me, it was like be more strong and and to apply all the all what I all that I learned uh, on the on my on my experience and data experience on, on this. So it was uh, really interesting for me. It has been very very. Uh, it has represented a really growth for me. But I think that at the end, the world of the of marketing and, and, and product will be as it is now for data for the technical people mm -hmm. you know yes because at the end the technical people has a kind of different really different not mindset a different brain you know yes much more powerful than <laughs> one more you know more sales at the end you know? <laughs> more focus on sales we have all different different uh, strengths different uh, different values uh, but the world is for the technical people. And that type of uh, technical people, uh, data scientists, for example, that know how to do an analysis, how to program a piece of software that uh, can do something, maybe they don't need to program. Maybe just having that kind of knowledge to be uh, to understand what type of model you have to apply to a product to be more powerful that's something that i cannot do properly but they can and at the end these type of profiles are the profiles that are going to eat the world yes yes that's right and that's and i find that so so interesting about your your journey of you know starting on on e-businesses and and the marketing side and getting to see the the world of data and then going into it so strongly leading the teams Studying it for for the business, and then uh, using those those skills to uh, move on to to product side and to to digital side. Um, I think that says a lot about you as as a as a person and as a leader. And I think it's it's definitely. Um, a transition, essentially a transition out of data science with taking those skills to other places, I think it's going to happen more and more in, in the future. I completely agree. I think so. That. And um, how, how did you make that decision of, of going from, from uh, a data analytics to, to a product and, and, and marketing? Wow. What, what were okay. you thinking? <laughs> when, uh, when I leave uh, that company that I was explaining, I uh, joined a company that uh, was uh, doing Wi-Fi analytics, uh, video analytics, and so on. And uh, I, w I was uh, there as a, I, I was uh, investor in that company, and I joined the company later to lead the analytics uh, department. When I joined the company, I found uh, I, well, I started with to to work with a group of data analysts that I really didn't understood because they were working on on some fields like that Wi-Fi analytics with its a very blurry data that you have to treat in a very, very strange way <laughs> that uh, I didn't know how to help them. Yeah. So I was like, I, I felt really weak in this uh, sense. So I started to thought that it's better to, to leave this type of fields and this type of lead yes. <laughs> to the people who has to do it, which is the technical people. Mm -hmm. So uh, because in, in my other experience, the, the department I created, there were a lot of people that know what to do and how to uh, how to how to treat everything and they were really autonomous but uh, but in 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 the case that you have to help people that you don't have the technical skills to do it it was really 
a kind of, wow, I'm not ready to do this, you know? Mm -hmm. So then I decided to change my career again and to go to the marketing again and to product with more strengths and, and more capable to do things in the proper way, which is being sure that you are at least measuring what you do. <laughs> yes, yes. And do that in a, in a product, product sense. Yeah. That's so interesting. It seems to me that you always had a focus on, on product, mm -hmm. on marketing mm -hmm. and on in business. You mm -hmm. were always thinking about yeah. this. And how did that help you when you came into analytics? So when you were doing the, the analytics at management ah. and the team lead, yes. How, okay. how was um, thinking about the, the business and the marketing? Well, at the end, what uh, you mean when I was so, when I created the department? Yes. Okay. Well, I think that it's what I said before. Uh, my my focus was, okay, I started with two, four, five people, I think, at the beginning. Very, it was very quick. Mm. So my focus was, well, I have to do something to avoid having people asking me every day why I'm so spending so many money to do things because the data warehouse migration, everything, you know, it's a, a lot of, represent a lot of costs that you have to, well, you have to explain in some way what's the role you get. So my, 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 my vision was to, okay, let's do a lot of testing. Yes. And let's let's get how much we get. I, I I I'm sure it's not usual. You cannot do in all places, you know. But you can say, hey, I have done this, and this represents this money. Mm -hmm. The year is paid, you know. And it's like this, you know. Right. The year is paid. Okay, right. I'm 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 more quiet now. Yes. You know? yes. More more relaxed. And we were always trying to work with the product, with marketing, with the different products because there were a lot of people there. So the, we were very proactive in order to, to be very loved, you know? Yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, people were looking for us always. And at, at the end, they wanted to have people in their, you know, in their departments. I want a data analyst, I want a data scientist, I want everything, you know? So uh, at the end, we started to, for that uh, areas that were very intensive, to help them to find someone to be very aligned with our way to work, mm -hmm. with our tools, with everything. And and, and, and so on, but uh, at the end, there were some areas that had they, their own uh, analysts because at the end, they were very intensive, you know? Yes. So, but the idea was first to be, to, 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 to have some numbers that could um, explain what, why we were there and also to have the, the, the help from the other departments because they were asking in every meeting, we should invite, you know, we should invite, we should invite. And there we were always in everything because at the end, everybody wanted to know because it's a question of culture. Mm -hmm. that, that was the first thing we, uh, I, I wanted to push, you know, to the company, which is we have to be data driven. We start to do trainings in order to do analysis. And the analysis is not about to do the analysis. That's something you can do. But at the end, you have to start thinking about what you do, what you are going to do, and what do you expect. And you cannot say, I don't know. You have to, if you think, if you think uh, how much you can earn or you can, you can earn if you do a change, there, is, there are some limits, you know? <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> on that limit you can do hypothesis and so on so 
and that's what we wanted to 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 mm, teach people. To, yeah, to teach people yeah. and to and to help people to be more that driven in terms of uh, culture. That's fantastic. Is that's that's a, such a huge problem uh, these days that so many companies want to be more more data driven, and they 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 find or they feel that there's a, a divide between the people that understand data and the people that don't understand data. Um, and well, that's so, a truth. <laughs> it's true. It's true, right? Yes. And and um, what were what were some of the ways that you that you started to create that uh, that culture change to make it more data driven and to bring the the data and non data camps uh, closer together? Well, the first thing it was uh, we had the help from from the CEO, mm -hmm. and it was like a mantra on the company. So we were going to be data driven. So that was super important and people wanted to be that driven, you know? Yes. So everybody was really committed to be more that driven. The thing is, if the people understand not the data, you know, the people doesn't know what's a dimension, you know? Uh, <laughs> they Sometimes you have a conversation and, and, and for you it's a natural speaking, a natural talk and you are talking about metrics, dimensions and so on and, and the people are lost, completely lost and it's incredible that it's like this. But the people want to talk, wants to say that they are, <laughs> but they don't understand anything. So you have to detect and you have to teach. Let's 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 stop here. I, let me explain you something, and and you have to be very careful at the end, you know. <laughs> but it's uh, it's super important that we have to be on the same level of the conversation, and I I don't have to be lower because I'm very I have a very low profile in this in this field, you know. But but the people, the technical people, has to decrease. Yes. A lot yes. the level, and they don't have to be egocentric in the, in their speaking. You yes. know, they have to be very, very, very uh, smart and be super simple in the, his uh, speech. You know? Yes, yes, and it's such a common error. So I remember, for example, er early in my career, uh, I was doing a, a project, and there was a an IT architect, uh, and he was a data warehouse architect, that he got thrown out of a meeting because he was trying to explain to people, to business people, what an SQL statement was. So he said, oh, you always have the select clause and then, you know, from and where. And they said, we don't want to know this. We don't want to know this. Get out. Because he he want, he was doing it in a, in a way to make himself uh, feel important and not sort of be uh, humble and come down to the level of the other people, so yeah. they could help. Um, so that's that's yeah, such such an important point um, that you raised. And I wanted to ask you whether you feel that the fact that you were uh, new to the to analytics, do you feel that that helped you to to be able to change the culture? And and how how do you think that? I think so. I think so. I think so, but because the department was not, I, I was very brave with some things, yes. you know, like not depending of anyone, you know, right. but I wanted to be dependent of no one <laughs> so, yes. because we had to be objective and arbitrary. Mm -hmm. You know, so for me it was super. If if, uh, if business intelligence, it's on. It can be on finance. It can be on marketing. It can be on an IT, and all of them have problems in finance. Have a, mi a finance mindset on marketing. Nobody knows where it goes, <laughs> <laughs> and on IT. Nobody knows that it exists <laughs> that department. <laughs> so, 
So, uh, so at the end, I, 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 I really thought that we should be independent, and 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 we try to be very involved in in everything. So that type of, of department, which is not dependent on anything, that it's not well, it's arbitrary, you know. It's 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 more friendly mm-hmm. with the departments, mm-hmm. so you can be there. Because if you are on finance and you go to uh, marketing, uh, yes, you know, if you, there is a IT, if it's on IT, nobody understands anything, nobody, and it's not possible to merge marketing and IT. You know, it's yes. super difficult. So for me, uh, my my value was to try to 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 be brave from that uh, on that uh, from that standpoint yeah. of being yeah, exactly. being brave to to. Essentially, to to be independent, be independent, <laughs> correct, correct, yeah. and to and to start something something new that that could help all the to other help. areas. Exactly, to help, to help, That's and, great. and to be because one point which for me it's also super, 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 super important that was on my PowerPoint, and you know, it's that everybody has to be an analyst. We can help you, but everybody on the company has to be an analyst. So that that was the reason why we started to do trainings and so on in order to help the people and to, to well, to allow the people to be more comfortable with some concepts and to be more, to have a kind, a kind of channel of communication with us, you know, to be more, more close to them and so on. But everybody has to be an analyst yes. because everybody can do a quite simple analysis and a quite simple analysis it's super super fantastic the analyst later will you know do a lot of things and segments and whatever but you can do kind of quick analysis mentally in one minute and you will not be very uh, alejado uh, yeah far off far off yes. uh, you know of, uh, of the reality maybe, yes you know? so everybody has to do the exercise of thinking what could be the result and later on of course <laughs> Trust that information. Correct. You know? Yes, with the actual analysis. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And how did people react to that when when uh, you were trying to train them as as analysts? Um, did they did they like it? Did they not like it? How, how I think did they it go? like it a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they like it. At the end, there are more. There are people that think, oh yeah, let's do it. You know, we have to do it. There are people that try to do it, <laughs> and there are people that don't do it. You know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but anything you gain, anything you win. It's it's an, another step, you know, and it's a question of culture. So it's step by step. It's just adding more and more people on the culture, and and at the end, it's uh, the curve. It's you know, it's more uh, exponential. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it starts slow and then gets yeah, faster and faster. That's that's really really interesting. And how did you start to to engage with uh, with the different departments, say like finance and marketing and maybe IT? How did you start to engage with them to to help them with with the analytics? <laughs> well, just talking, you know. Yes. yes. <laughs> At the end, you start talking with the managers and you talk with. Uh, then we, I was already there, you know. I was working on the business uh, area before, so for me it was quite easy because I knew everybody, you yes. know. But 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 I started to, and, and the managers were were quite interested mm-hmm. in having our support, you know. So it was quite easy. At the end, it was super natural. It was not very very complex. Fantastic. That's that's excellent and so so interesting, so interesting. And 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 then uh, tell us a little bit about about what came after which is what you were saying about moving um, that in your career you decided to change directions and move to product and move to marketing and bring those 
uh, analytic skills with you. Mm-hmm. Um, how 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 does that work today? As in how sorry how is your role today? What type of things are you looking at, and how is it different with with analytics? Well, the difference at the end, the, the people, the, the the departments are built on people. <laughs> yes. So the best the best difference between how I work it before and how I, I work now is that someone that doesn't answer some things I don't do the follow-up to to involve it on the team you know? yes so you have you have to take if you are working on a on a department you have to have some numbers on your on your head direct easy to answer you know and yes. it, because in another way you you don't have quite a data mindset you know i i try always uh, to bring people who are not only not only that has a kind of mindset but also that that are more proficiency in terms of do analysis you know and and i try always to to do a test or to say I was doing an interview some minutes ago yes. and the person he directly has shown me how he monitors what he do I was like wow very interesting yes you know? because it's not about doing the analysis it's about a mindset it's about how you organize your work the how you automate the information the data in order to avoid spending time in some things you know and, and, and things like that so it's a kind of way to work and how you organize your life your work and, and everything exactly yes and and that's that's fantastic and i definitely want to ask you more about the about that mindset and and how how you you look for it um how do you do that yes how how do you do that how do you look for the mindset and what what do you look for Okay. First of all, it's how they express and how they explain what they do. Mm-hmm. If they don't tell me numbers, I ask for numbers. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> I need some some numbers. I ask about what tools he, they have used. If it's something, uh, I, I I I ask about how they have uh, set up. For example, if it's re- something related with Google Analytics. I'm not asking about how to do an analysis with uh-huh. analytics. I ask about how it's set up, the events or the goals or things like that. You know, they have to know how it's built yes. the data. You know, so because it's that curiosity. Uh-huh. <laughs> because when you are doing the analysis, in one moment you ask, okay, but how the data it's being built? You know, so you have to know it if it's an event or if it's a page view, whatever. You know, you, you know, you have to, you have to know it. So decide up it's a question it's more than the how do you how do you do the analysis or i can ask about what's the, the main dimensions you look when you do a kind of uh, when you see something wrong in your session evolution you know yes. <laughs> and because sometimes well i see the i see the sessions then i go to i go to i go to see the keywords the keywords Already, you know. <laughs> so the, the, the data analysis needs some kind of structured methodologies, and if you don't have a kind of structured methodologies, because you are not doing often, no. So. <laughs> 
That's right. That, so it, again, it's how do you answer this type of questions that uh, tells me more or less I'm the type of person I'm looking for. They don't use R. They don't use SPS, or, or they don't use. Uh, they don't know my uh, sorry my SQL. They don't know SQL. Sometimes yes, but you know. So at the end, it's more about okay. I guess you 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 use Excel, you know? <laughs> but I always try to do a test with Excel because at the end for some things maybe you don't need a pivot table but if you don't use a pivot table you know <laughs> that's right so, so things like that it's more about how you do it more than if the result it's okay or not you know exactly so, how, how you think and how you approach the work yeah, exactly and and these these questions to understand their their analytical knowledge you're asking people that are not going for analyst roles is that right what what type of roles are are these people going well for, for example now i'm looking for a marketing manager which is going to be in uh, taking care of acquisition uh well like for social media pr and things like that yes. you know so uh, but for me Someone who has going to have someone working on SEO, someone who is working on CPC, you cannot you, you, you can you cannot work if you don't treat the information in a quite dynamic, flexible, and quick uh, way. And especially if you don't see, it's like Matrix, you know, in Matrix when you when there is some someone programming, you know, yes, and and and. And he's not seeing code, he's seeing images, you know? Yes. That's the same. You have to, when you open, you have to see it, you know? You see it at the end. It's not about, you know, <laughs> you see it. That's right. Yes, <laughs> that's such a good analogy. That's such a, because yes, that's right. You have to understand it to a point that you see it. Yeah. Uh, that you see the image instead of the numbers. Yeah. That's really, really good. And it's fantastic that, that people with analytical skills are required in, in I guess, in traditionally non-analytical jobs like in marketing and like in, in product. How are those skills being put to use in, in the product side? How is the, the analytical skills coming in on the and being used on the product side? Okay. Well, for me, first of all, as I said before, an analytical mindset helps to have a kind of good method in terms of project management also. <laughs> so that's already important. The second thing is, uh, this is a company and a company has to earn money and be profitable. So you have to you have to look for the opportunity. You have to find the opportunity there and you have to think, you have to, you have to see the information, you have to see the evolutions, whatever. You have to try to understand what type of metrics have built that metric. <laughs> yes. Sometimes one metric can be built by different metrics yes. or sometimes always you know revenue it's based on a lot of you know so uh, maybe uh, the price is not actionable but uh, it's actionable the conversion you know so work on the conversion yes or maybe it's a price where it's actionable and you have to understand how the price it's built and so on so for me marketing and product is everything i mean product actually is marketing marketing is much more than acquisition it's more than communication so marketing it's uh, it's the whole funnel uh, it's awareness it's acquisition it's engagement it's conversion it's retention and we have to be involved in everything also in sales helping them uh, to to convert better by giving them support and not only giving them leads but also documentation helping them to be more relevant in social media things like that you know yes. so and and the people at the end who is who is joining the team 
has to have that kind of mindset that in his area he has to understand where is the opportunity, what type of uh, pieces have built a metric, what uh, are the segments that can be there, how to split it and, and so on, and, and, and find how to, how to grow. Have, have to avoid being uh, super retrospective analysis intensivity yes. and try to focus on the proactive analysis you know yes. <laughs> where's the opportunity you know what's happened you know so going on building uh, sometimes are more profitable and you have to be there and working on that with that kind of mindset with that type of uh, of capabilities and skills helps you also to build products based on data because at the end data is a kind of raw material to do a lot of things and to provide value to our clients to everybody you know or to for for internal consume you know but at the end a person who is understanding the data allow can can think in a different way to build products exactly because they can see things that that are usually difficult to to see but the data will will show them that um so do you i wanted to ask you about the the, the combination between a marketing and product and you said that both marketing and product are across almost every area of of the business uh, and traditionally people think that marketing is sort of on the, on the front end in terms of the, the leads and the acquisition of the Yeah, sure. and that then people usually think that product sort of comes after um, do you see it like that or how how do you see uh, where marketing and product sit and how they they fit together no no I'm I'm, I'm, I'm completely convinced that marketing it's everything in terms of uh, it's not how we market the product and how we communicate the product on how we get uh, leads or clients or users but uh, also how we convert them how we The, here uh, I'm the responsible of product and marketing because I start as product and then <laughs> I get marketing. I uh, uh -huh. and, and and we have merged the department. So it's product and marketing, but it's merged. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, at the end, as you say, marketing it's uh, theoretically it's other price. Well, p p p p p p p. Yes. <laughs> so 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 it's a lot of things more than communication acquisition. We try to be to be very integrated in the world company and trying to be very connected with sales, for example, with, uh, for example, with marketing automation, with interactions between the user, whether the client and the, and the commercial. We try to do training for the employee advocacy for our salespeople. We try to, to review all the journeys to detect the real touch points and the moments of truth of the world funnel which is completely different depending on the type of client and so on so yes. at the end there is a lot of things to do yes and usually everything is based on data yes. <laughs> taking a, again we some problems in some moment when I started with marketing and related with some social media things and the people were we were thinking out well what's happened you know what's happened was okay let's check what's happened with our phone you know because people cannot contact okay? so 
we check the funnel, not just calling ourselves, but uh, we, we we see a lot of vocal bottlenecks on the on the different options we give with the phone. So we did a kind of audit for the whole paths, you know, in order to 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 improve everything. At the end, we keep it simple and we say press one, press two, yes. <laughs> nothing more, you know. But uh, but at the end was doing some data analysis for from one person that didn't do anything uh, that he was not doing a lot of analysis so he started by analysis and was trying to help them saying okay just answer against calls you know <laughs> then start by splitting you know and step by step but it uh, at the end i i cannot understand anything without seeing the world picture and the world picture is information and the information it's or a book or or data <laughs> that's right that's <laughs> right that's it that's it that's but that's so interesting that you're you're essentially by, by merging marketing and product, you're essentially using marketing analytics in your product, yeah. and you're using product analytics in your yeah, yeah, in sure. your marketing. Sure. Uh, was that was that the the aim? Was that by by design? Um, no, no, no. It was uh, completely. A casualty. It was a restructuration where I was leading product and marketing was uh, suddenly uh, without a head. So company asked me if I wanted to um, to lead marketing, and the first thing I did was okay. For me, it's perfect to think in a more merge way. Yes. So it's fantastic. Let's go. Exactly. And that's what we we did. That's fantastic, and it, and it means that you have essentially all the all the customer touch points yeah. are are together yes right uh, what are the benefits that you see in in taking that approach well at the end we you have you have the world information yes at the end we can coordinate ourselves in a more independent way without fights <laughs> yes and much more integrated and the merge has been fantastic in terms of relations and we were two departments that we didn't talk yes. before so the result has been super positive and uh, it's just a question of having visibility and to work together in everything we do you know in everything at the end you know but uh, but we have our regular weekly meetings and we can discuss share and organize ourselves and hand and raise our hands if something is happening that uh, we should take care, you know. So everybody is informed, and, and the tools we use to communicate ourselves it's uh, co are common, so it's it's okay. That's excellent. That's really good. And I wanted to to ask you that a lot of a lot of industries are feeling attacked by digital disruption. Mm -hmm. So, for example. I, until a few months ago, I used to work at a bank and uh, it was a big bank and they were always saying, you know, digital disruption is coming and they were worried about it like many industries are. And it seems like in your case, and this is a question I wanted to ask is, are you in the side of the people creating the digital disruption or do you feel that your company is being disrupted uh, by, by digital? Well, we are completely disrupting the industry. I mean, the, the uh, ocean freight world, mm -hmm. which is a a super immense world everything that you see around you what you wear it's uh, are mostly well i'm sure has passed 
through a container in some moment of, yes. the, of their, well, before coming here, before having been here. So it ha everything has passed through through a night container. And the industry has not changed a lot in the last uh, years, I mean, or century. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's an old industry that uh, has evolutionated very, uh, very slow, mainly because it's a complex, very complex world. It's a world where always there is an origin and a destination with different languages, laws, methodologies, people, you know, and uh, a lot of agents involved yes. in the in the journey. So it's plenty of expression, of ex exceptions, because you are moving physical things and some data, the data goes and comes, you know, but, and it can have, it, it can be, can be brought, it can, it, uh, there can be problems, but in the world of uh, the ocean shipping, you know, a container can go <laughs> down or, or a vessel can have problems, whatever. So it's very common to have problems. It's a very manual, it's a manual industry. It's very, it's a, it's a complex processes with a lot of uh, physical things, including the contracts sometimes, you know. So it's a, it's an industry that in the last years has uh, started to digitalize. There is, there are different approaches. Our approach is one of them. I think we are doing very, very, very beautiful things and, and we will do much more beautiful things in the coming time. Yes, that's <laughs> great. But it's 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 industry which has been maybe the last ones to be digitalized or be impacted by the digitalization. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think that it's not still very uh, impacted. Wow. Uh, so the opportunity is super huge, but it's super complex. It's not easy. It's super complex. So that's I think the reason of this uh, speed, you know. Yes. And, and and there have been a lot of products that uh, of projects that have started than as disappear, you know. But but if you see, for example, any white paper of the blockchain world, always it's and then there is always an example of the world of uh, logistics, and especially in this uh, international. Uh, freight, you know? Yes, that's right. Because yeah. yeah, because of all the reasons that you were saying, like different laws, different yeah. languages, things, all the contracts needed to to move things yeah. around the world. The BL, which is a contract that usually physically goes with the container, you know, which is a property of the container. It's, it's, it's incredible. I didn't know that. Wow, <laughs> wow, that's that is that is so interesting. How how do you work with the with the data this, uh, with the data science department now? How is there a, a department, and how do you work uh, with them well that's that's something that we have to uh, work on still we have um, we have an IT department which is uh, very focused on on what we are doing which is especially automation yes. and uh, on this automation uh, thing uh, there is two very important pieces related with data well with data everything is data you know but there is a pricing data the pricing models and so on that's something we are working on and it's there is no uh, data scientist department it's the IT department mm -hmm. and on the other side once the service has started well the pricing and the quoting and all the all the information that the people uh, ask it's uh, managed by the by the well, all the information generated by the people asking for quotes, you know, which is what's the origin destination from which part of the world, you know, it's it's a lot of information, very 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 interesting that we use to build ourselves because we open markets 
based on the demand, so it's super interesting. Yes. But also, the, once the service has started, we uh, work with a lot of data related with uh, what's happened with the carrier, with, well, with the container, if there is a demurrage or a delay, you know, so there is a lot of information to treat. But we are just treating it as, uh, as products in order to give information to our users, uh, our clients, but it's not very, it's, 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 it's based on, 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 on IT development. That's fantastic. That's, and, oh, that's so good. There's so much, so much, uh, yeah, so much, um, or like anywhere, so much to do and so much opportunity yeah, in, yeah. In, in your industry. Ah, oh, that's great. I only have um, one one last question, and I wanted to ask you. The for, difficult one. That's right. This is the <laughs> tough one. No, no, it's um, it's because because uh, you've had such a such an interesting career and coming into analytics and then out of analytics. I wanted to ask um, for for advice that you would give data scientists or, or people working in in the data field. Um, what what advice would you give them about how to think about their their careers and how to think about their their future based on your okay. experience? It depends if they have started his career or not. Mm-hmm. If they don't, if they have started his career, I will say, hey, start studying product development from a product perspective, not in, I mean, development, project management, and so on, or marketing or business, do a master, whatever, something that helps you to understand, not, not to understand, to start changing the mindset, because sometimes they don't want to change the mindset. It's a question of being more friendly with the concept of business. Sometimes yes. the development teams or the data teams, no, no, I'm not, you know, I am data, you know, well, yes, that's right. <laughs> so just to be more, 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 more close to the business area, you have to have a, a mindset more close to that and just start to interact with people, trying to analyze how they think, what they do. And to do that, you have to understand the concepts as, as in any field. So maybe a kind of management master would be great because I think it's something that you always can do. Is it? But if you don't have, if you have not started your career, I always say to anyone in the world, to anyone, do what you want, but start by doing sales, always. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can yes. be, you can want to work on finance, you can work to, you want to work on whatever, but yes. you have to be on sales first because it's a way to build a character, to be a goal, to have a goal mindset, to have, to, 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 to have angry, to generate revenues, yes. you know, to have commissions, to, you know, and you, you build a kind of character to talk with people, to understand people's needs. You know, it's basic to start by sales and to understand the business because the business is start by the sales. You know? yes. So for me, the best advice I will say it's yes. start by sales. That's great. And that can be uh, in in any type of business or industry or, or, or do you think that it's, it should be more related to, to where you want to end up? working in the end i think that it's uh, for anyone i mean yes if you want to uh, finish as a cto mm-hmm. you have to sell by sales <laughs> if you want to because because at the end you have to set you have to sell yourself you know? <laughs> but you have to be ambitious you have to be a lot of things that uh, sales character will help you you know and sometimes the development people the it people doesn't want to be you know now because i i think 
I think it's not the best way. So what I was telling before, it's it's not to finish on product. It's not an advice to someone who wants to be or if it's uh, a data scientist, data scientist and wants to finish as a, on a marketing or product uh, or as or CEO, uh, I mean, it's for people who want to grow in his career, in any field, in any industry, in anything. No? For anyone, yeah. do sales. Yeah, that's fantastic. Start by sales. Start by sales. Start by sales. That's because right. Sales finish one day, you know, it, and it's it's very it's very it's it's enthusiastic at the end, but it's time, you know, <laughs> and you have to have a different character to have your whole career doing sales. It's a kind of different person, you know. Yes. But uh, every, anyone should start by saying that is fantastic i love it i love it that's great advice and, an, and a great note to end off thank you so much thank you so much for your time and and for all everything you've shared it's thank it was you. fantastic well i'm not sure if i have uh, <laughs> give anything valuable but uh, thank you very much yes. to, for the interview extremely valuable thank you so much thank you that brings this episode to conclusion Thank you so much for listening. Please find us on datafuturology.com or on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or Instagram as Data Futurology. Also go to datafuturology.com forward slash podcast to find the show notes for this and any other episodes. If you like this episode, it would mean a lot to us if you could leave us a review wherever you listen to our podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that it was helpful and valuable for you. Thanks again and see you next time.